Genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, one stab at Gondor at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And today we'll be talking about Minute 156, which starts with uh, Thaden approaching Aragorn again after Aragorn says, you must call for aid, and ends with Treebeard saying, the Ents. Yep. Uh, He literally just started talking, so we'll find out what he says tomorrow. Quick note about, like, the very end of this minute. In the commentary, Billy Boyd and Dominic Monaghan, as soon as they appear on screen, they're basically like, and it's been about 50 minutes since the last time we saw Merry and Pippin. (laughs) What, they have, like, a watch? Well, it's been about 50 minutes since the disc change. That's true. So, wait, really? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, it's been over. The disc change is on our disc on the extended edition DVDs that I've got. When Mary and Pippin appear on screen, it's at about the forty-nine and a half minute mark. I thought the disc we because we took a break minute one ten, and that's before the disc change. So this is, and that's before the disc change? Yeah. So, So yeah. they're lying. They're lying. Well, no, how long has it been since we've seen Mary and Pippin? Um, I don't know. They say it's been about 50 minutes. I think it's been more. Because... So yeah. what's minute 106? Uh, I don't know. Go back and listen to our podcast. <laughs> Yeah, real quick, let's just go back and listen, <laughs> then we'll get back to here. Uh, 106 is Faramir brooding about uh, fallen soldiers. Ah, so it's right before the disc change. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's been so it's been a while. So it's been longer than 50 minutes since last time we saw Mary and Pippin. Oh yeah, because we're in minute 156. <laughs> Math! Well, no, we saw them... We saw them incredibly briefly on top of Treebeard as they, when they saw the army. Right. But, like, we haven't had a scene with them for longer than 30 seconds in a while. And that counts. That's true. That counts. I think that counts. But they're like, oh, it's been about 50 minutes. It was the darkest, the darkest time in cinema history. Oh, my God. They have fun on the commentary. Billion, yeah. billion Dom. They have just, too much fun. And you can't trust anything they say. Right? It gets contradicted by other people all over the place in the commentary. It's been more than 50 minutes. Right. <laughs> so I I like this whole scene with Aragorn and Theoden. I'm kind of sad it's broken up. Yeah. The whole thing's kind of longer than a minute anyway, so it just has to be. Right. But this particular conversation being, like, split in half is kind of sad. But Theoden is the master of, like, 
the clapback in these movies. <laughs> he's he's just the master of just turning around and being like, excuse me. Well, I think that he's really good. I'm, he's wearing a cloak, first of all. That helps his... Makes it more dramatic. ...turning aroundness. Um, Aragorn, just shut up, man. It's, it's like, you must call for aid. Whoa. Gondor will answer. And who would come? The 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 conviction with which he says Gondor will answer. Well, he's like he a kid that's been, been caught. There. Like he hasn't even been there. He's like a kid that's been caught, and he's just like blurting out an answer that he thinks will satisfy the person questioning him. I don't think so. I think he actually legitimately believes that. Hmm. Yeah, probably because he doesn't know. I mean, like I don't know. Boromir is his best bro. He just kind of blurts it out though, like it's. Just, Gondor will answer. Yeah. It's just. I think he says it with conviction. Yeah. Theoden is certainly a little more convicted in this scene. I think that he is. We get to see that anger, the doubt. There's a flash of grief. Where? I've always thought it's pretty clear to me that the last thing he was going to say was where was Gondor when Theoden died, when Theoden fell. Oh. Uh... I've always felt like that's where he was going to go, and that's where he stops himself himself before even finishing the word Gondor. Yeah. I've always thought he was going to be like, where was Gondor when my son died? Mm. Because, you know, it was an orc attack. Right. So that's how I've always read that moment. Oh, man, that's sad. That makes his line, we are alone, like, even sad. Dude, what? Get out. I hate this. But that's Théoden. Théoden is so consumed with grief over things that happened when he was supposed to be protecting his people. Right. Like, he's just, he's so driven by that grief. And his only answer as far as, like, what to do is to just do what he can to make his people feel There's nothing he can really do. Mm-hmm. The illusion of safety. We are not so, we, we, we are not so lucky, Lord Aragorn. We are not so lucky in our friends as you are. Yeah, we are not so lucky in our friends as you are. And he calls him is Lord. That the line? Yeah, I think so. And he calls him Lord Aragorn. Which is like He's like smacking him. That's like per my last email. Yes. <laughs> he's just seeing Legolas and Gimli. He's looking at him over his shoulder when he says Elves. Elves. Dwarves. <laughs> like when he says Lord my Lord Aragorn, it's just like slap slap. Yeah, he's he's just slapping him across the face. He's just like, You're a lord. Lord Aragorn. Guess what, bitch? I'm king. <laughs> well, I... Because he, he says it with, like... He says it in such a biting way. Well, I think that... Because Theoden... Theoden's like a people's king, right? He, yeah. He is um, somewhat lax in his protocol. Uh, I mean, they, like, they like travel with the, the, pe- like the people from... Right, and he... And he's obviously quite close with, like, his lieutenants. Yeah. Hama and Gambling. Like, he's not a detached ruler. Right. So I think when he does call on, uh, like, protocol or, like, niceties like that, it's 100% supposed to be an insult. Yeah. Because, you know when people get really angry and they just get really polite? Yes, I do that with people. Sometimes when I'm really angry with people, I, like, pause before saying their full name. When I talk to them. (laughs) That's scary. I don't know if I've ever seen you that angry. I just like, 
I will pause and like say that like if I call them by a nickname or generally call them by their last name, like when I'm really mad, I pause and call them by their first name very calmly and then continue my thought. Like you punctuate sentences with their with their name. That's how you can tell when I'm like really angry. Oh, like, why are you doing that? David, like something like that. Like you just, you pause and then say their name. Oh my God. As punctuation. I think Theoden is one of those people. Yeah, I think so too. Cause he, he says my Lord Aragorn, like. Yeah. My Lord Aragorn. Yeah. And then he just turns to leave. I'm done with this conversation. He almost looks like when he first turns around, like he wants, like he's going to hit Aragorn. And he's, because he, he's mad. You must call for aid. And he's just, excuse me. <laughs> and like, he gets, he, there's the, that, that real flash of anger when he says Gondor will answer. Yeah. Where was Gondor when, Gondor when the Westfold fell? I kind of wish that. Where was Gondor when our enemies closed in around us? Right. It's cool that we get, like, the elves payoff later. I'm sad that there aren't, like, a squadron of dwarves. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> but I guess we kind of got that in The Hobbit, so whatever. But... Yeah. Just dwarves on piggies. Which, you know, I'm fine with, whatever. <laughs> it just looked stupid. What? That was, like, one of the only good parts of that terrible movie. I just couldn't get over, like, how how obviously fake that effect looked to me. Oh, I guess I was just, like, so done that I was just like, oh, look, piggies. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry that, like, by the time that they were just purely showing me a video game mini-boss battle... Yes, on the ice. I will uh, always remember you laughing hysterically loudly in the theater, and everyone's just, like, turning and looking at me. I Thanks. couldn't... By the way. I couldn't take it anymore. I was just like, what the hell? <laughs> Man, I don't... That's not the worst experience I've ever had in, in, in a theater. Like, yeah, not... but you see bad movies on purpose for fun. Yeah, to laugh at them with my twin sister. <laughs> Vampire Academy was particularly funny bad. Oh, God. <laughs> but, like... I, I really do just love Bernard Hill's performance here. And in the commentary, he talks about how this was one of the first big scenes he filmed, like one of the first scenes of substance he had, yeah. not just like sitting in the chair and like doing that sort of stuff. But like, this was one of the first like, you know, character motivation scenes that he really did. And so he was like really motivated to make this particular scene just like really sell it. He really wanted to like sell the anger and the grief and like, all this frustration and he's just like and so I really put my heart into it and I think after that they really trusted me with the character <laughs> well you can tell he's like chewing it up oh yeah like he's just I mean most of the scenes where he has any real amount of dialogue Bernard Hill just like rules the scene mm -hmm. I agree with that he's just like you know I'm, I'm a big actor I'm gonna this is me this is this is what I'm doing you know and even just his his scene in the hall with, with Ian McKellen, with Gandalf, he kind of rules that scene too. And it's just like, Ian McKellen is on this screen alongside you. 
and you're just taking over. God, I freaking miss Gandalf. <laughs> He'll come back. I know, at the end of the freaking movie. I know, there's a lot more of him in movie three. Dang it. So, Bernard Hill also tells a second funny story mm. in the commentary. When he leaned in really close to Aragorn and, like, grabbed him. Did they smooch? Vigo kissed the tip of his nose <laughs> during a take. And I guess, and I guess later on, he's getting like his makeup touched up for like the day of the scene. And a makeup girl gives him and gave Bernard Hill a note to give to Vigo. And the note said, if you kiss the tip of my nose, I'll be yours forever. Oh my God. And he's just like, and Vigo is very popular with the ladies on the set. <laughs> like, he just says it very matter-of-factly. Oh, my God. Dude, she saw a chance and she, she took it. That's right. That that woman is my hero. Just like, if you kiss me on the tip of the nose, I'll be yours forever. Oh, my God. And I thought that was hilarious. Well, you know, Vigo never offered that girl gummy bears. So. <laughs> right? I'm never getting over that story. Now for me, in my <laughs> mind, forever. Vigo Mortensen is always walking around with, like, a pocket full of gummy bears. Oh, my God. Like, the fourth doctor. Gummy you bear? want a jelly baby? Jelly baby? <laughs> Except it's just Vigo Mortensen being, gummy bear? <laughs> That's incredible. Now I'm just picturing Vigo Mortensen in the Tom Baker outfit with the <laughs> scarf and the, the coat and the hat. It's pretty choice. Man. That's... That's but funny. like with the Aragorn facial hair and the like the his hair, it's um, and the gruff voice. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. <laughs> Gummy bear. <laughs> like, no. Yes. <laughs> what happens if I say no? Oh my god! Is that rude? God, he's the kid on the bus at the end of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. The weird girl who offers the principal a gummy bear, and it's like, it's been in my pocket, it's warm. Gummy bear. You know? Yes. <laughs> I do. Oh my god. Perf. What a weirdo. Just gummy bear? If you kiss the tip of my <laughs> god. I just... If you kiss the tip of my nose. It's incredible. Smooch. Like the makeup girl gave Bernard Hill a note to give Vigo Mortensen. That's so funny. It's very third grade, and I find it adorable. <laughs> oh my! Like he he was telling the story, and I thought when he got there, he was gonna be like, d like he was gonna talk about like the makeup girl being mad that Vigo kissed the tip of the nose, yeah, and messed up the makeup. But that's not where the story went at that's all. It's really funny. I thought it was pretty great, but yeah, man, I just I love the I I like that you get a nice good look at the like the sun brooch. That's holding Theoden's cape on. Because we don't get a lot of good looks at some of the finer pieces of his outfit. But you get a good look at it in this scene. When he turns back around to like get really close to, to Aragorn. And where was Gondor when the Westfold fell? Yeah. It's, those three lines are just... Th those, those three sentences are just really well delivered. The way he cuts himself off and he's just like, no, we're alone. Mm. But yeah, man, I've always read that that last one as just particularly sad that is really freaking sad because like it's just the way he cuts himself off is like he's gonna cry that's the way i've always like read the emotion on his face i always assumed that he cuts himself off because he like feels himself losing what little control he has and he's just like all right calm down we gotta we gotta be a king again <laughs> gotta be a king i have no room I have no time to be a man. 
I have to be like a ruler. Mm. And then he tells, then he, he turns around very dramatically with his cloak again, starts marching up the stairs. He doesn't like stomp away angrily. He gets right back into just telling gambling what to do. Right. Lead the women and children into the caves. But sir, we need to gather more provisions. Lead the lead them into the cave. We don't have time. War is upon us. Man, soon we're gonna get like my favorite scene is this week. Is it? No, it's next week. It's at the very beginning of next week. Actually, we're getting close. To what's your favorite scene? Where's the horse and the rider? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, that's next week. It's like at the very beginning of next week, which is the incredibly sad payoff to get every able-bodied man and child. Wow, this is going to be a real downer of a week, huh? Again? Yeah. Yep. Part, like, what, five? The lead up to the battle, man. You just got to build this this friction, this tension, this, the, the drama. You've got to bring it right to a boiling point, and then you got to start your payoff. Yeah. I've never seen the movie Zulu, but apparently that's, like, PJ's... Papa like, Peach. Papa Peach. <laughs> that's his, like, his main inspiration for, like, battle scenes in general. Or, like, the lead-up to a battle in a movie. Mm. And now I'm curious to, like, see it and see if there's anything in particular that seems like an homage to the build-up from Zulu. So, I might go search that out at some point. I don't know if I've ever heard of that movie. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe I have, but I've definitely never seen it. Mm. I know absolutely nothing about it. So... That's just like a tidbit from the commentary. He just talks about the movie Zulu some. I'm forever calling him Papa Peach now. Papa Peach. I like made that joke off mic. I I like that. I'm using it. Just, well, put it on a shirt. Why? Papa Peach. I feel like spelling it out. Spelling it out. P-E-E-J. Yeah, no, that's dirty. For some reason, I just... It's fine when you say it out loud. You just like, you slap a Peter Jackson quote on the shirt, and then just (laughs) instead of Peter Jackson, it just says Papa Peach. It's perfect. Oh my god. (laughs) In like the, like the block letter outlined, like black and like white font on a black shirt. Mm, No. Yes. I'm all set. And then Papa Peach. Oh god, like the worst line from like those Hobbit movies. Just anything. It doesn't even matter what it is. Just anything that's just like, yeah, he wrote this. <laughs> it's probably from, like, bad taste or something. Like, some dumb, stupid... Like that Muppet movie we haven't watched yet because I'm dreading it so much. <laughs> right? You want to watch Muppets, like, deal with horrible real-life drama. I mean, isn't that what, like, that new movie, The Happy Time Murders or whatever? That's, like, out now, right? Yeah. Or soon? With know. Melissa McCarthy? Dude, I haven't been to the movies in so long. I know, there's so many movies we missed because we just haven't gone in a while. It's because I'm watching this freaking movie minute by minute. Should have picked a shorter movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. This is my favorite one. So, whatever. I know. I'm enjoying it. At least one of us is. Getting ever closer to to my favorite. Yeah, did we hit the halfway point of the trilogy? It's got to be close. I haven't done the math. Um, so, we did 205 episodes of Fellowship. Right. We're going to do about 225 episodes of Two Towers. 
Um, that sounds legit. I don't remember off the top of my head. So, and, and then I don't want to look at my spreadsheet. And then more of that for Return of the King. Right. So, I would guess that when I think we... the total running time, not including credits, is around the ballpark of six fifty. So then, at minute which three seven, sounds... at, so at around minute three twenty five total, we'll we'll be oh, at about okay. the midpoint of the trilogy. So yeah, we did. Yeah, we must have. Uh, midpoint we... of the total number of episodes we're making will probably be like minute one seventy of this movie. Really, you think so? I think so. That sounds right to me. Because there's like there's what, 40 more minutes of movie in Return of the King? I don't know. It's like 30 or 40 more minutes than there's in Two Towers, I think. It certainly feels longer than that. I think there's like an extra 30 minutes compared to Two Towers at least in Return of the King. I think it's like a 30 minute longer movie. Okay. I would have to look, but Right. Don't have it in front of me at the I'm moment. Lazy. Right. But yeah, I just I just wanted to share that that kissing the tip of the nose story That's made me so laugh. That's so funny. That is really funny. I thought it was great. <laughs> I'm just guys being dudes. <laughs> I'm just I'm just imagining like, man, where's my blooper reel? I man. know. Come on, man. That exists somewhere for sure. They were filming that. Give me that. I want it. Right. Like. We want it. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? I wasn't ready for that. What? It was the face, huh? Yeah, a little. The face I made. I did the crazy eyes. Right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> we're from the website, duelinggenre.com. Check us out there. Check out our Patreon um, at duelinggenre.com slash support. And for as little as $1 a month, you can support us in our podcasting endeavors thank you very much uh special thanks as always to our patreon associate producer ed foster hope everyone has a good monday and we'll be back tomorrow to talk about what the ends are up to yeah bye